You're listening to Master Your Bliss Life. Join Kira Masters and Leah Bliss as they dive into the magical, mysterious, and mundane elements of life, helping you to master your purpose and find your bliss. Record. This, how, I mean, it's like we have to talk for an hour before we get to the thing we're like, oh yeah. This is golden. This is the thing that we should know about. So we're talking about leaning into your feminine because as we've built, we've kind of been like deconstructing both of our relationship situations, right? Kira's in a committed long-term relationship. I mean, that's, how would you describe it? Yeah, I would say committed long-term relationship. Yeah. Okay. And I am casually dating multiple people. Yep. And they all know it. This In is style. I am not like lying to anyone. I'm not hurting anyone's feelings. Mm-mm. Well, if if it is gonna hurt their own feelings. Don't hurt your own damn feelings. But it's like in the point where it's like I am casually dating multiple people. To find more, your person. To find my person. I don't want to waste time going one at a time. That's a that's a waste. Waste a year, waste two, waste right. Three. Done that, done that. Boo. You know, you're 50 and no, thank you. Granted, my stepmom had her first boyfriend in her 50s, who really? was also my father. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But but we live in a place where getting married in your teens yes. is commonplace. Yes. It's normal. It's normal. And if you don't, you're an odd duck. Yes. The joke is like. In your mid-20s and don't have children yet. You are. A weirdo. Weirdo. Black sheep. It's like you can wait until you're a little older, like 22 to get married. And that's legitimate conversations being had. Mm -hmm. So I digress. But yeah, I don't want to wait. So I don't want to waste any time. And it's like I can pretty much tell within three dates. I can pretty much tell within two dates if this is going to be energetically the thing. And people ask, I had a guy ask me once, like, how do you, like, what do you look for? And it's a vibe. And I call the first date, quote unquote date, 45 minutes max, the vibe check. If the vibe check passes, we'll hang out for a little bit longer. But it's the vibe check. And he's like, well, what, what's the vibe? And it sounds, and I like listed it out for him. And it sounds so crazy because it's things like the way they walk, the way they speak, the sound of their voice, the way they carry themselves through a crowd, their ability to be decisive, just their posture, their flow of conversation, all of these things. And one of the things on my list too is like how they are to wait stuff. Yeah. Like you just check. Yeah. You just see you want to see them existing, mm-hmm. right? It's all the things, right? Do they have a, like, do they have bad posture and like kind of a nervous way about them? I went on a date once with a guy who kept pulling his sleeves of his hoodie over his hands. And while that sounds so innocuous, like that's the most random thing, but it was really giving this energy of like nervous, anxious, like, not confident and the thing that I'm looking that's not what she's going for here no the number one thing (laughs) I would look for is confidence so we were taught we were talking about some of the guys that I've been dating Kira's relationship 
And that both of us find ourselves in this place where we recognize that we are strong, independent women, don't need no man. And that's maybe not the best. Yes. Energy to go forward with. Yep. I I totally agree. I I think it's, I think we kind of step more into our masculine Mm -hmm. instead, which is okay to a point. Yeah. I think, I mean, we need to be more in our feminine and allow a man to come in with that masculinity. Yes. When, when it comes to kind of at least my general belief system, for the most part, I would say that I believe that everything in nature has a masculine and a feminine energy mm-hmm. at the same time. Yep. Like all of us have what would be considered, and masculine does not mean manly. No. Feminine does not mean girly or women. Mm-hmm. Because a tree can be both masculine and feminine. Mm-hmm. Right. Mountains can be masculine and feminine. We each have things like the allowing, the nurturing. I've dated guys and been in serious committed relationship with men who were incredibly feminine, nurturing, considerate, kind, allowing, receiving. But I have found when I am with someone who is, I want to say, too much in their feminine, it causes me to be too much in my masculine, Mm -hmm. which doesn't allow me to get a lot of other things done. You mean you're trying to balance it out? Yeah. And. Yeah. When your masculine is working too hard, your feminine doesn't get any attention. And Mm -hmm. that part of you kind of withers, withers away. And so being single parents, being financially responsible for ourselves for the last 20 years Mm -hmm. or so. A lot of the success that Western culture deems success is obtained through masculine behavior, Mm -hmm. right? Get that bag, make money, climb the ladder, you know, the big house, the car, all of the material possessions, And really just the ability to provide and create structure to to create safety, those are all very masculine things. Mm -hmm. And when you are single, you kind of have to do that for yourself. Yep. And the women's side is like the nurturing. Yes. The feminine, the receiving, the allowing more of the flow state, right? If we were to think of it elementally, right? The feminine is more of the air and water and the masculine is more of the fire earth Mm -hmm. to get real woo woo, real (laughs) flipping quick. Go heavy diffy. (laughs) But as we've been talking, it's like, yes, when strong women show up in a relationship I mean, again, cisgendered, heterosexual, female identifying Mm -hmm. women get into a relationship with a man, cisgendered, heterosexual, monogamous male. They, we can tend to 
kind of do this thing where we're like, if you want something done right, you got to do it yourself. Yeah. I'm going to take doing it for so long. Right. And there's something to be said about not necessarily granted. There are women out there who are just going to sit back and let their man do everything for them. There are. And get lazy. Couldn't do it. Mm-mm. And and that's a little bit lazy and complacent and that's too far in your femininity. Yes. You can swing way too far the other way. But Kira and I tend to be too much in our masculine naturally yeah. for the life that we want to live. But the life that we want to live, as we've discussed previously, it's like we need to step back and create space for the men in our lives to step into their own masculinity. And it's hard. It's yeah, how do we do that? It's so hard when you've been doing <laughs> it for so long. I mean, I go through moments where I'm like, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. Don't do it, I got it. And I take a step back after after all that happens. I'm like, oh my gosh, Kara, you could have just stepped Except, back. Accepted let, help. Let do it. And I mean- received help Mm -hmm. received a little bit of pampering Mm -hmm. received some and the moments I do it feels so nice and it's like what why is it so hard to do it more often (laughs) yes I love this let's do it more but it's so hard to get to it and the men particularly that we've interacted with in our lives have really enjoyed those moments Mm -hmm. because they get to feel like they're masculine. Yeah. I mean, and this could easily swing into like, what does masculine and feminine mean? How much should anybody be in it? Like a real man does this X, Y, Z. And that's a hundred percent not true Mm -hmm. because you can be a traditionally masculine man and be deeply in touch with your femininity mm-hmm. as you as you should be mm-hmm. right real men Which cry I find very attractive yes I mean, if you can be deeply in touch with your emotions I find that very attractive now there's a fine line of too much right but with all of us mm-hmm. if a woman it is overly in touch with her emotions and is sensitive to the point where things are not able to progress forward that's going to be an issue yeah But I was saying that the last thing I want, I dated this guy. What shall we call him? I don't know. (laughs) I dated this guy years ago. And he, and I was the reason. Like, I just remember one time, and I was telling this story earlier. I remember this one time, he just looks at me and says, babe, are you proud of me? And it took all the strength I had in my entire body not to be like, proud of what? Proud of what? You haven't done anything. For me to be proud of. For me to be proud of. It's one thing to be like, I'm proud of who you are as a person. I'm proud to be with you. But because I love you, right? I'm proud because I'm I'm happy to show, right? I'm, I'm, I want to show you off. I think everybody wants to be shown off a little bit. But to be like, are you proud of me? From a place of like, I need you to tell me that I'm 
that I have worth in a sense? Because that really was the question. Like, Mm -hmm. do you think I have worth? And it's like, there was plenty of me that was like, I did not show him on a regular basis that I thought he had worth, Mm -hmm. but the things that I valued weren't being shown. And so that was a, that was a terrible relationship from the beginning. (laughs) From the beginning. But for Kira and I to be in our feminine more, it's not, now I did go out with a guy for a while. We dated for a few weeks. And it was so easy to be in my feminine around him. It like really shook the foundations of like what I thought relationships would be like. Yeah. It was transcending. Incredible. He was so in his masculine. That it made you comfortable to just be in your feminine and not have to make up for a lack of masculinity in the other person. Right. Incredible. But that relationship was absolutely doomed to failure because of that very thing. Because he was so in his masculine all of the time that I would like, I almost didn't have a voice. Like Mm -hmm. I was just meant to receive and be and allow, which it was great practice. The universe sent me this in like a capsulated moment to experience like true, 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 like femininity in all of my power and now it's like okay I can't just look for someone else to create that space for me Mm -hmm. be like oh I need a man who's super ultra masculine so that I can just be in my feminine energies no in the same way that we cannot start a relationship with a man where we have to create space for their masculinity Mm -hmm. like and that's really where it comes down to like don't don't shrink yourself don't dim your fire because the the flames of femininity and your feminist ways burn bright but there's no reason to let things go undone because you're like well i can't do it i need to make space for him to do it And hope he steps up to the plate. We still have to have a good balance. Yes. Healthy. Healthy to have a good balance of both masculine and feminine energy. So what do you do to try to combat? Because you've said that in the moments that you allow that femininity to come forward and you do the receiving and you do the being the receiver and the nurturer and all of that. When you let those moments come out. What do you do to encourage those in yourself? Um, I mean, I'm more so like when those moments happen and I'm like, no, I got it. There's times that I catch myself and I step back and I'm like, no, actually, let him do it. No, actually, yeah, you can do it. I probably sound like a crazy person to him because I, <laughs> I'm like, no, yes, no, it's fine. Go ahead. <laughs> but I just... I try to catch myself as much as I can because it does feel good when I allow him to, my partner to do some of the things for me that I've been used to doing for myself for so long. And it's like the simplest, stupidest little things that opening the lid on a bottle 
It's like, I the mean, pickle jar. the craziest things. And I, I mean, I, I, that's a great example that it was the other day. I don't remember. It might've been a pickle jar something I was trying to open. And I'm just over, he's sitting, he's sitting down, just doing his thing. I'm trying to cook dinner and he, I'm trying to open this jar and I am just muscling into it. And I had this thought of like, just ask, just ask him to help you. I was like, no. <laughs> my masculinity stepped in and I was like, I got this. I've always done it. I've always figured it out, banging on the side of the counter. Like it's, you'll get it. I did all the things I couldn't get it open. And so I ended up asking him and it was open in like 0.5 seconds. <laughs> I was like, I loosened that for you. So <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and there's nothing, nothing hurt. Like that didn't, no, didn't it lose anything. Hurt. I was thankful that he got it open. It was like, I wasted like five minutes in the corner of the kitchen trying to let, let him see that I was struggling <laughs> trying to get this thing open because I was just so, I can do it myself. And so I, I think I just try to take a step back and, and, and sometimes I don't catch myself before. And then afterwards I'm like, well, why couldn't you have done that? But I'm I'm really working on when he asks if me, if I need help for things that I have normally done on my own, but I let it go and let him do it. I, I try to just step into that and allow him to do it. I try to catch myself before I say no. It's hard though. It's very hard. Right. And I think that's a very weird, it's a weird women struggle. Like, no, I feel bad asking for help, mm -hmm. which I don't know when this happened because mm -mm. it really is a true mark of your femininity to allow help. Yep. And I've gone through a lot of that with, I mean, we said ever since I became a single parent and I was doing everything on my own, like I even had a hard time asking for babysitters. Yeah. Can you, can you watch my child for an hour while I go do this? I have this thing that like I... I had a really hard time asking for help because it was like, one, I didn't want to put them out, but two, I should be doing it. I should be taking care of it, right? But in reality, asking for help, I am taking care of that situation. It's just, I'm not going to be the one stepping in doing it. It's, it's allowing somebody else to be there for you. And that's maybe what it comes down to, allowing someone else as we... As and I specifically like move into the different stages of relationships. It's like, where, like, can I allow myself to be taken care of and what to and to what extent? Mm -hmm. Granted, I'm not looking to become some like housewife, like kept woman. Granted, <laughs> if anyone's volunteering, <laughs> I may be interested in having a conversation about it. I can't do that. I feel I've thought about it before. Like if I had somebody come in and it's like, honey, you don't need to work anymore. Quit your job. Like you don't even have to clean the house. Like I'm right. going to go to Pilates with your anything. friends, go enjoy Pilates, brunch, get a nanny, card, go shopping. Like, I don't think I could do it. And I think, I, that I, I think I always will have to work. Yes. And, and that comes so like, down to our sense of purpose. Yes. Cause I, yeah, in reality, like that sounds super fun, but let me tell you when we came, when they said, everybody go home, it's the lockdown. I spent maybe a week kind of just like, you know, 
enjoying the time off. Mm-hmm. I and think then good. I was right back to it. Mm-hmm. Like if I wasn't scrubbing baseboards, literally pulled everything away from the wall, scrubbed all the baseboards in my house. It was immaculate. It was incredible. You have to do something. But then it turned into, all right, let's start making content. Let's start putting out videos. Let's start writing. Let's get a routine. Like Ali Wong, have you ever seen her stand up? Oh, I've seen a few of hers. Oh my God. Incredible. She talks about like seeing the housewives walking around in their Lulu leggings and her and her working friends being like, oh my gosh, look at those housewives. Ew. She's like, those women are genius. (laughs) They have it figured out. But even so, there's, there's a sense of growth because I've kind of been on both sides where I've Mm -hmm. had to lean on my partner and we're talking financially here, right? Mm -hmm. I've had to lean on them 100% at times where I was like, Hey, shit's gone sideways. Things need to be figured out. And then where they've leaned on me 100% Mm -hmm. due to various reasons (laughs) and Neither one of those situations were good. So it really comes down to, can you balance your masculine and feminine? Mm -hmm. And can you find someone who is also balanced their masculine feminine, where you can complement each other in upward growth? Absolutely. I love it. I love that. We'll figure it out one day. I'll let you know when I figure it out. (laughs) I don't know the answers. But allow. I don't know if we ever will, but you know, is it, if we can get close, that's great. We can get close. Mm-hmm. And ladies, start allowing yourself to be taken care of sometimes. Mm-hmm. You're, you don't need to prove anything. You are capable and worthy. And you can allow yourself to be taken care of a little bit. Yep. And we are working on this as well. So we're going we're gonna to do it together. We'll all do it together. Okay. Love you a long time. See you soon. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Master Your Blessed Life. Make sure to check out the show notes for any relevant links and follow Kira and Leah on Instagram and LinkedIn.